This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. I'm your host, Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any other questions you may have or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Folks, in times of economic uncertainty, the idea of guaranteed income probably sounds pretty good to plenty of people. And while some annuities may in fact be able to provide lifetime income, there's often more to these products than meets the eye, and you should always be wary of the term guaranteed. Now, yes, annuity payments may last as long as you live or even longer because your payments are based on your life expectancy. That said, annuities are often misunderstood and misused. In today's episode, we're going to dissect what an annuity is and weigh some of their pros and cons. But before we shine the light on annuities, and since we're talking about things that are misunderstood and misused, I think it's a great time to introduce our co-host, Tony Shore. (laughs) Tony, how are you doing today? Yeah, yeah, I am definitely misunderstood. And you have misused me in this in my role as a co-host. So uh, first of all, I have to address your appearance. You're looking great. I love what you've done with your hair. Aerodynamic. I love what you've done with your hair, which is cut it off and throw it away. Apparently, um, shave the beard, shave the head. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's middle. Of, you know, it's so hot right now, and uh, you know, I went to shave the beard, and I'm like, ah. Oh. The hair is a little, you know, crazy. I should probably go to the barber. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go with the midsummer dew and cool it off for a couple of weeks here. So it's all gone. Wow. With the shaved beard and the shaved head, you look about, I'm going to go with 13, 14 years old at this point. <laughs> I was going to say 10 years older. Yeah. Well, fat. or, or 10 prof- years older, 40 pounds fatter. Professor Xavier. <laughs> Right. Kojak. More like Kojak. You're a little more like, (laughs) yeah, you're a little more on the Kojak side, actually, (laughs) come to think of it. I'm just kidding. But I love the in the intro. uh, I thought of one of those like 80s movies that's in times of economic uncertainty. (laughs) The idea of guaranteed income sounds good to plenty of people. (laughs) All right. Well, take over the uh, movie announcing. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Well, uh, I think it is a good idea that we spend some time talking about annuities, though, because I've had a lot of misconceptions about them myself. And the things you hear from your neighbors, your coworkers, that, you know, the in-laws, you know, family telling you, oh, no, this is good or that's bad. Uh, but is it? And what do I have? Do I own an annuity? What is it? Is it the right thing? Or should I? So this is good. It's like financial you know, it's like everything. If you lift up the metaphorical hood and take a look at the engine, you'll probably discover that it's fairly complex and, and not all annuities are created equal, I would assume. 
Yeah, you know, I, if you want to go down the engine one, you know, some some financial pieces can be kind of like a lawnmower engine. They're relatively simple to understand. Uh, annuities can be kind of like a Mazda rotary engine. You know, oh, the old few, rotary engine. Yeah, very few people really completely understand them and how they work. Uh, and so, but but you know what? It was a great engine, right? And but it didn't work for everybody. You know, not everybody loved that that motor. But I'll tell you, if you ever got in an RX seven and hit the gas pedal pretty hard, you probably enjoyed it, right? But the yeah, they can be extremely complex. I think it's a great analogy. There was a, a recent U.S. News and World Report uh, article: fifteen things you need to know now about annuities, not before, not later, but now. And it does a very nice job of describing what annuities are, as well as providing some insights into how and when they may be a beneficial part of your overall financial strategy. And the article first defines an annuity as a contract between you and an insurance company to cover various goals, such as principal protection, lifetime income, legacy planning, or long-term care costs. Now, annuities are a contract between you and the insurance company that's locked in, meaning that breaking the terms, if it's even possible, may well come with a very steep cost. Well, sure. Like any retirement account uh, or a contract, you know, there are going to be terms and, and penalties. It's for retirement. Uh, so that's typically, typically it's something you use for retirement. So that's when uh, you can take it. But yeah, they do have terms. And But the idea of having terms that are locked in, I, I bet that's attractive for some people. Uh, but why should a person choose an annuity? Right. And it may be attractive for some, maybe unattractive to others. Let me start this discussion. And you kind of alluded to it at the beginning. There is no right or wrong product for you know, right off the bat, it's either suitable or not suitable for someone understanding how they work and why you may want or need one or what it's uh, going to do for your overall financial strategy is extremely important. So that's, I think this discussion, I, you know, I'm going to want to focus on some of that stuff there because really you can, like you said, maybe you hear from a, a friend, a family member, a neighbor, or some talking head on the TV. Someone will tell you it's the worst thing in the world. Someone will tell you it's the best, but it's going to be what it's best for you. Now, the appeal of an annuity is that by providing some guaranteed income for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live, it does something that other investments can't do. And as you might imagine, that element often makes them a very intriguing part of a retirement strategy. Also, annuities may provide more tax-sheltered ways to save for retirement, say if you've already maxed out your 401k and your IRA. And since annuities don't have contribution limits, you can save as much as you want. And finally, since your annuity provide guaranteed income later in your life, you may have more flexibility to be aggressive with your other assets and your other financial strategies as well. Right. And, and I think that's important to note. Good point. So maybe you could walk us through how an annuity actually works. I will. And I, I'm going to get back to this again. If you have more questions in a discussion about annuities, there's often more questions. Again, don't hesitate to reach out to us with those questions. But uh, an annuity works by transferring risk from the annuity's owner to the insurance company. Like with certain types of insurance, you pay the annuity company premiums to shoulder the risk. And premiums can be one lump sum payment or a series of payments, depending on what kind of annuity you choose. And the period that you're paying premiums is referred to as the accumulation phase. But unlike with other types of insurance, you don't pay annuity premiums forever. At some point, you stop paying the annuity and the annuity begins paying you. At that point, your annuity contract has entered the payout phase. 
Do you have options when it comes to how you receive your annuity payments? Well, there's actually quite a bit of flexibility, Tony. Annuities can be structured to provide payments for a set number of years to you or your heirs for your lifetime uh, until you and your spouse have passed away or a combination of both lifetime income with guaranteed period certain payouts. It's a lot like Social Security. Uh, annuity lifetime income streams are based on your life expectancy, which means you'll receive smaller payments over longer periods. And payments can be monthly, quarterly, annually, lump sum. They can begin immediately. They can be postponed for years or even decades. The specifics depend on the annuity, but there is generally some flexibility. And it's a great reason to work with a uh, financial professional who takes a comprehensive look at something like that instead of just pushing a particular product. This is something that you want to make sure fits into your comprehensive financial strategy, not just taking it a piece at a time. Sure. And I think that's important to note. Now, you've told us about how annuities work. And now maybe you could tell us about the different types of annuities, because I know all annuities are not created equal. Sure. Uh, U.S. News and World Report article, The 15 Things You Need to Know Now About Annuities, it nicely describes the different types of annuities. There, There's two main types of annuities, the deferred and immediate. Deferred annuities offer a stream of income later in your life, while immediate annuities they supply you with income much sooner. And within the deferred and immediate categories are the two things people probably hear more often than not and consider the two types, which is fixed and variable annuities. Though though it's annuitized imme uh, immediately, an immediate annuity doesn't actually begin paying out immediately. You make one lump sum payment to the insurance company, it begins paying you income one annuity period after the purchase. So that can be maybe as little as 30 days or as long as one year. That, that period's determined by how often you choose to receive income payments. So if you elect monthly payments, your initial immediate payment will be a month after you purchase it because the payment begins so quickly. Immediate annuities are often very popular with retirees. Well, yeah, I would imagine. I know that uh, like fixed index annuities are a very popular retirement vehicle for all the those baby boomers out there who have been retiring. So uh, that's uh, immediate annuities. What can you tell us about deferred annuities? All right. So deferred annuities and and not to, you know, get on your what you said, fixed index annuities are that subcategory right now. So immediate is when they start paying right away. Deferred is that other kind of top level distinction. And that's, they provide a combination of tax advantage savings and lifetime income. So deferred annuities, you restart receiving payments years or maybe even decades into the future. But in the meantime, your premiums grow tax deferred inside the annuity. Often the annuity is used to supplement a person's retirement accounts and em employer-sponsored retirement contributions because most annuities don't have IRS contribution limits. The only potential cap is the amount of premium and insurance companies will accept for the same person. So if you look at that article we were talking about before, those amounts will range from 500000 to $3 million. It's typically capped around one to two million. If you want to go bigger than that, you may be able to split it up through multiple insurance companies. And I've seen that happen quite often. Uh, ultimately, deferred income annuities may not be a good fit for everyone, but you may find them to be a super valuable tool if you, you know, maybe you have a family history of longevity, you, or you want guaranteed income for you or your spouse's lifetime, or you already have the means to cover current income needs and emergencies. And if you think you'll need supplemental retirement income for something like long-term care. Right. And I think that's really important as well. Uh, long-term care, you bring that up. It's so costly. 
and a lot of people are not prepared. And I know that, you know, sometimes if you get like, say, a fixed index annuity, you can get a long term care rider where your payouts in retirement will double if you need long term care, something like that. So, yeah, the riders uh, change as much as the policies do. There's so many different riders, so many different types of policies, but that is one of the ways people are finding a slightly more affordable long-term care option than straight long-term care insurance. Uh, Straight long-term care insurance was very popular for quite a while till the companies realized they had really written it in a way that they were going to take a bath over time. So now premiums on a lot of long-term care policies, straight long-term care insurance are almost uh, price people out of the market sure. and they're not these, realistic. Yeah. So these, these products give people some long-term care if they elect for the riders or the annuity products that have those, or it's what you're designing it for. They do have some answers for some of those long-term care problems. Sure. Now, yeah. Uh, now, uh, one, another thing it can do is principal protection. And oh yeah. Yeah. Fixed annuities. It's a solution that some people turn to when they're looking for principal protection. Uh, It's because fixed annuities pay a guaranteed minimum rate of return while providing a fixed series of payments under the conditions set forth when you purchase the annuity. So during that accumulation phase we were talking about earlier, insurance company invests the premium in high quality fixed income investments, things like bonds. And because your rate of return is guaranteed, the insurance company bears all of the investment risk. Now, there's another option. Those are multi-year guaranteed annuities. Often the lingo in the industry is MIGAs, M-Y-G-A. A MIGA is a deferred fixed rate annuity. And according, even if you look at the article, it's great for conservative investors and they're looking for guaranteed principal protection. It works similarly to a CD uh, by guaranteeing a rate over a fixed period. Yeah, unlike the CD interest, the interest in MIGA isn't taxed annually, but it's allowed to grow tax deferred until you withdraw it. And I've seen some people using those for shorter periods of time, maybe three to five year scenarios where some it's quite often for people who are more concerned about market volatility and risk. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Which we've had plenty of lately. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of withdrawals, does an annuity holder have any opportunities to gain early access to their funds? Because I think this is a big misconception out there. Or, or some people say, you know, there's no um, liquidity. I can't access my funds. Some people say, yes. What's the story there? Well, if you withdraw your money early, you're likely going to get slapped with surrender charges. There's a lot of variation there among annuities, but typically surrender periods can range from two years up to 10 years or more. That means the corresponding surrender charges generally shrink over time. So say a deferred annuity with a 10-year surrender period would charge 10% on money withdrawn the first year, 9% the second year, and so on. Uh, However, most companies provide access to at least the interest Uh, Many allow you an access after a year to either 10% of your original premium or 10% of your account value. Uh, Again, a good thing to go over with your financial planner before you purchase an annuity. Uh, This is something we do from the beginning. That's why we always do planning first, because never should it be, oh, I want to buy an annuity. Great. Here's your annuity. How do we fit this into your plan? It's here's your plan. Does an annuity fit in? Uh, You... Last thing you might want to notice here is that uh, you should also know annuity income is taxed as ordinary income in the year you receive it. So there's a lot of, if you properly plan, these can be very useful tools, but used improperly, they can really set you up for a lot of confusion and sometimes some failure. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it depends on the type of annuity and how you set it up and what your situation is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds like uh, a lot of it is just like uh, uh, an IRA or a 401k or other retirement accounts, tax deferred retirement accounts, where if you take money out early, uh, there is a penalty because that money's for retirement and you need to leave it in there a certain uh, amount of time. And so in that way, I think it's very similar. Uh, same with a tax deferred account. When you take money out of your traditional IRA or 401k in retirement, you're going to be taxed on that money. But it grew tax free uh, while it was in there. So uh, I see some similarities there. Uh, and it sounds like, you know, uh, an annuity would fit into the retirement strategy of a lot of people out there. Well, it, it can. And there's a lot to like about them. Uh, the fact is not all annuities guarantee a fixed rate return. Uh, so, you, you, listen, there's a lot to like. But if you understand it, there may be even more to like. But if you don't, you want to be very careful. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Don't just go to some seminar and buy an annuity because they bought you dinner. Talk to your planner. Make sure it's the right fit. Make sure it fits in your plan. They can be incredibly wonderful products. You just have to make sure it's right for you. Like a variable annuity. Your premiums are invested in numerous subaccounts that are similar to mutual funds. Each subaccount has an investment goal. It charges a management fee in addition to the insurance company's fees. So they're security products. They're only available from financial services professionals with the appropriate licensure. And variable annuities, the rate of return, it's dependent on the performance of those subaccounts. With fixed annuities, we know that the insurance companies guarantee the rates, but that's not so with the variable annuities, so you bear the investment risk. But if you're more into, if you want some guaranteed income in the future and you believe in the market and it's over, you know, it's returns over time, these may be a more appropriate vehicle for you. If you think of a variable annuity, like you said before, maybe kind of like a 401k, you select the subaccounts where your premiums are placed, and then the over overall, uh, that will dictate maybe the overall returns on your annuity. In general, you may have a chance for higher returns than you would with a fixed annuity, but markets can be volatile. And that means there's downside risk in some of those variable annuities as well. Sure. So a variable annuity versus say the fixed annuity is a fixed index annuity. You still participate in some of the upside, but you don't have to participate in any of the downside. Your principal and your gains are locked in and protected, right? So, yeah, the the best way to look at it is this. If it's if it's a fixed annuity of any sort, there's generally going to be no downside uh, risk. But you pay for that in your upside potential. It's either a guaranteed sure. amount or there's going to be a cap. Like in a fixed index annuity, there's a cap or a spread. So you're not, you're not going to perhaps get all the gains that, that the index that you're that you're going against is going to make. And again, that's how the, you're, you're putting all the risk on the insurance company. So if they're not gonna, if you're not gonna have any downside, you're gonna pay for it somewhere. And that's that you're not going to be able to perhaps uh, participate in all the upside. Now in a variable, um, it, they're just the straight ones. And again, this is all considering no riders and any of these things in a variable, you can have down years, and, but you can also, there's also some coverage for those down years. And some of the riders, you may be, they may eat some of that, but again, that's going to come with some, uh, you know, cap on the top side. If you're, sure. it, it, they, again, this is why it, they're, they are complex. They are a rotary engine, not a two stroke. <laughs> I love um, that analogy. Yeah. You can't, you know, a lot of people can fix the, just look at their, 
the lawnmower and figure out how to fix it if they stare at it long enough. Nobody's going to be able to do that with the rotary engine. So, <laughs> oh, no, that's true. <laughs> I remember staring at it. It's so funny as a as a kid growing up. I remember staring at one with my dad and my grandpa and my uncle Jim because my uncle Jim, my dad's youngest brother, bought a a Mazda, like a Mazda sport, little sport wagon or something. And it had a rotary engine and we had the hood up. And my grandfather, who's torn apart huge combine engines, put them back together. No manuals, nothing. Mm-hmm. A rebuilds tractors is looking at the thing with a concerned look on his face. Yeah, like, mm, yeah I don't know. That shouldn't work. No. Right. And it's one of those things, yeah, you want somebody <laughs> to walk you through, right? And you need to understand that before you tear that one down or it might not go back together. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, uh, what's the next thing? I mean, this has been a good conversation so far, talking about what we need to know about annuities. What do you have next for us? Let's uh, let's quick, let's touch on how annuities are taxed. So we talked earlier in the show, they're tax deferred means you don't pay taxes on the money while it's in the annuity, you only pay taxes on it when you withdraw it. If you fund your annuity with pre-tax dollars, those are called qualified annuities. Everything you withdraw, withdraw will be taxed at normal income rates. However, if you use after-tax dollars to fund your annuity, which is a non-qualified annuity, you won't be taxed on the portion you withdraw that represents a return of your original principal. Only your earnings will be taxed in a non-qualified annuity. Interesting. So what are, uh, I know a big question, and this is where a lot of, uh, you know, misconceptions uh, come in uh, and myths. What are the typical fees and commissions that come with an annuity? That's the big question I know our listeners have. What about the fees? I think that's a great question. There are there's definitely fees and commissions involved. Uh, a lot of annuities don't have annual fees, but variable annuities don't fall into that category. Uh, according to the article, variable annuities often come with annual fees in the neighborhood of two and a half to three percent. Uh, doesn't mean that other annuities don't come with costs, however. All annuities have commissions, generally speaking. It's just that they're often built into the policy so you don't see the costs exiting your account each year. Depending on your type of annuity, Commissions can range from as low as 1% all the way up to 10%. A good rule of thumb is the simpler the annuity, the lower the commission. Likewise, the longer the surrender period, the more complex the annuity, the larger the commission. I think it's uh, most, a lot of people, that that's stuff that generally, it should be, disclosed at the time of purchase. You'll see what those are. Those fees are, and all those things should be in prospectus and the, the things that, where you can look into these. If you have any questions about those, Ask your advisor if they try and dodge the question, they may, you know, make sure that's why you want to work with a fiduciary. Right. They're going to there's there's there could there could be two annuities issued by two different companies. One pays maybe a six, say a six percent commission. One pays a five and a half percent commission and they both do similar things. Maybe one's a little bit different, but there's there's some people if they're not held to a fiduciary standard and they're both suitable they can sell you the one that's a six percent rather than the five and a half Uh, and i think it's very important that you you can trust the person you're asking they'll show you what those are we do and i think you know it's i think it's very worthwhile to ask that question there's if they look at you funny uh that's one of those things that maybe it's time to talk someone else yeah Right there. Well, do annuities offer riders? I think you mentioned riders early earlier, like you get riders with standard insurance policies. Oh, there are riders, Tony. There are riders all over the place. They come in all shapes and sizes. Sure. Uh, you can attach additional benefits, protections to your annuity contract with riders, death, you know, death benefit clauses, long 
long-term care clauses, um, illness clauses, all sorts. There's riders. There's all sorts of riders that exist out there. You will uh, maybe legacy long-term, you know, I already said long-term, but legacy income things. Uh, there's two types of riders though. Living riders, those provide benefits while you're alive and death benefit riders protect benefits for your beneficiaries. And there's a lot of them out there. So what happens to your premiums that you've been paying in if you die early? Oh, good question. Uh, the insurance company doesn't keep the premiums. Many people like riders because they think they'll keep more money out of the insurance company's hands. It's a typical argument against single life annuities, which pay out only during the purchaser's life, that if you die early, the insurance company keeps your money. But that isn't the case. Insurance company combines your money with that of other customers. The deposits made by those who die early contribute to the gains of the overall pool of annuity holders. That provides a higher yield to those customers who receive income for longer than their life expectancy. Uh, while the insurance company doesn't know when you're going to die, it's good at creating a mortality profile for the larger pool of customers. That allows them to hedge against the risk of a customer living longer than expected. Yeah. Well, how much due diligence does a person need to do when it comes to the company they're considering purchasing an annuity from? I mean, that's one thing you do for your clients and can help our listeners with because you look at all the companies and, and try to work with only the A-rated companies, right? Well, yeah, and you ha I mean, due diligence is essential, in, I think, in anything you're doing. Uh, if you're working with a trusted professional, they should be doing some of that work for you. Heck, we just talked about it. There's commissions, there's fees, right? Those people should be working to earn that for you. So they should be able to show you what they, you know, what the, how the companies are rated, et cetera. If you're going this alone, and again, that's why I don't recommend people go alone into these things, especially with something as complex as an annuity. Uh, you know, you want to make sure, again, we got to remember, guarantees are only as secure as the company that's making them. If it's an insurance, it's an insurance company with annuities. It's not the federal government that, that guarantees annuity payments. So when you buy an annuity, you, you should be thinking about the financial strength of the company. Let that, if you have a fiduciary working for you, they're going to co consider those. If you don't, focus on insurers that are highly rated by AM, Best, Moody's, Fitch, and Standard and & Poor's. You can also use the Comdex ranking to look at the composite of all the agencies ratings scored on a scale of 1-100. States also have a guarantee associations that cover insurers' annuity obligation to a state-determined limit. Most states cover at least $250,000 in present value of annuity benefits. Another way you can reduce your risk is to spread your annuity funds among different insurers to keep the amount you have with any one insurer below your state's coverage limits. Yeah. And, and that's important. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just Holy flew by. Uh, yeah, we could talk about these things for another three days and still not have it. <laughs> it's true. Covered. There's a lot to it, but this has been a good discussion. Is there anything else you want to add, Matt, before we go? Uh, again, like I just said, there's a lot of information here. Annuities can be a extremely confusing. If you're in the annuity business, you are, you, you're doing continuing education on these all the time. There's new products coming up all the time. If maybe you looked at them a long time ago and it wasn't right for you, it doesn't mean you shouldn't count them. You should count them out. There may be a new product that works good for your, or, or even, you know, fantastic for your current situation, but make sure it's part of your plan. It, you don't build your plan on how many annuities you can get. Make sure that your plan's in place and it calls for annuity. You want it to be functioning inside your overall comprehensive financial plan. 
in that respect, look for a certified financial planner, look for somebody that's a fiduciary and working in your best interest. That isn't just, you know, looking at a suitability standard. I'm not knocking at there's people that have that standard that do a very good job, an incredible job being fiduciaries, regardless of what the standard they're held to. They act as a fiduciary anyway, but make sure you want to make sure that that's the kind of person you work with. If you're not working with someone who's required to be, they are complex instruments. And as such, if you have any questions, reach out to us, 800-339-9252, or visit us online, compass-ltd.com. We can sit down. Uh, we, there's a no cost, no obligation, initial consultation. We can talk about these other products, but most importantly, how to get that financial plan in place to know if this is even something you should be considering. And that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.